All right, we're really excited to introduce travel tips in Chechnya. Say that three times fast. Travel tips in Chechnya. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to episode 58 of Caucus Talk, your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus mountains of Russia. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm your host, Eli, coming to you live from Mahachkala, Dagestan. Can we make that a part of our every intro now? I <laughs> like the live. sound of that. <laughs> coming at you live from Mahachkala. Why not, man? <laughs> That's awesome. You say, this is Andrew from Pitigorsk and... Live from Hachkala is way more bad A than live from Pitigorsk, <laughs> Pitigorsk. So Ugh. I would like to... Andrew, we have a clean rating on this podcast. <laughs> I'd just like you to know. So you have to watch your language, young man. We um, uh, are coming live. It is live in more ways than one. As I called it recently, Mad Hachkala. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Eli, so you just made the move to Dagestan. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I personally am very curious, but I know our listeners are. What is life, what is daily life like there? Well, we're still getting into it, um, and we're feeling it out. I, I'll tell you, it's been so different from Pitigorsk. We, when we came, we said, you know what? I know we learned, we speak Russian, and everyone speaks Russian here, most people. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a different country. Wow. So uh, just a couple vignettes. I mean, it's like the energy here is really kind of intense. It's, huh. it's, uh, so like when we very first arrived in August on our first arrival, our, we, we have a car, but we couldn't bring the car yet for various reasons. So a friend drove us in his big Russian was, which is a Russian car. Jeep thing, um, and we put all our luggage on the roof, and it rained, and all of our luggage got drenched. Anyway, we arrived at like <laughs> two thirty in the morning, and we pull up to the apartment that we'd already rented. I'd already uh, delivered most of our stuff there, and and then we started unloading our things. It was two thirty morning. It's in this this courtyard with three apartment buildings on apartment building on three sides that are nine stories, yeah. and it's just silent, and so. Just after we get there, my our friend is hanging out by the car. I've gone inside with the bags, and two guys walk by. And they see him and see his Jeep, and they say, yeah. oh, we don't recognize your car. Are you a guest here? He said, yeah. I'm uh, just... like, you mean like the license plate from a different yeah, yeah. state? Yeah, and, and yeah. they didn't – but also like the car in that, in that <laughs> courtyard, they knew. And, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I just drove some friends. And their next, the next thing they said, oh, come have tea with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you like we didn't even bat an eye. So three a.m. Yeah, totally normal. So uh, that's kind of the thing. It's like any time, night or day. Hospitality in Dagestan knows no bounds. Yeah. Um, I would say another good little vignette is driving. So I am driving here, and um, it feels a little bit like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a friend as always in the best sense possible. In the, yeah, <laughs> like I, I have a friend who said that uh, they always compared it to the old um, arcade game Frogger, <laughs> wow. where you've got to jump from thing to thing, and if you miss, you fall. And uh, I was like, or like Mario Kart on speed. There's just the thing that's different is the rules are are like guidelines, like. 
the <laughs> the fluidity with which people negotiate the traffic is yeah. unparalleled. And I've driven on multiple continents, you know, left side of the road, all that stuff. And this is like some of the craziest driving. Um, but it keeps me on my toes and I pump the Lizginka and it just, you know, it's a little bit like a, a rush. That's awesome. My so, car did get towed. To, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, they have this vertical tower. They don't like pull up from behind. They right. have these, this little claw thing that comes down and they attach it to your wheels. And it's like, bloop. I have observed up. this many and times. I'll just tell you something, Andrew. I thought it was really funny watching it, but when I came around the corner and saw that I'd accidentally parked in a no parking zone and my car was gone, I felt like a little offended that they just picked up my car. Like it's a little bit <laughs> like patronizing, the, like just a the pick your car up. claw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I went to this dirt lot and you know, they're like, Oh, American, they're so happy to meet me and the guy's like <laughs> Well, you could just pay me. I was like, give us your dollars. I know. I'm like, well, <laughs> how, so how does this work? He's like, oh, just pay me and, and you'll be fine. And I tried to find, <laughs> like, find out what's the, like, the official way of doing this. And there was vocabulary I didn't understand. And he was just sort of like, blah, 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 but you can just pay me. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I won't disclose how that <clears throat> ended up. But anyway, I got the car. It was great. Um, uh... I would say something I did not expect about Mahachkala. It is. Um, we've had a lot of sickness. Uh. Like I've had to shift a bit more into kind of like a Mexico mindset in terms of like water and buying produce and stuff. I mean, there are perfectly clean, like nicer grocery stores here than in Pitygorsk. Several. Yeah. yeah. But there's also just like a lot more dirt. It's just, it's a bit grimier, a bit grittier of a place. And I, I yeah. mean, we knew that coming in. Um, but our kids have had different gut things. So we are just like hitting the yogurt, hitting the kefir and huh. it's strength. And, you know, it's, 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 we're working it out, but we got to like keep our one-year-old from drinking the bath water. It's like, don't Dude, do you that. Guys, I'm going to put some mountain iron from El Bruce into oh, a taxi and send it your way. Bring you just need it. the fresh cheese for straight from the cow. The, the gut flora. Man, yeah, and probably, I mean, we, our kids are in, uh, we have all three of our kids are in preschool or school now here, and I forget every year that transition you make uh, from, yeah, the transition involves kids getting sickness. sick almost it always, is. you know? It, it's like and, that football thing where you run through the gauntlet, like everyone's on, they're like, oh, and they'll like beat you as you run out into the field. <laughs> it's like that. And it is. Every new place you go, I, there, there's like nine old ladies who live on the front step of our building. There's literally two there 24 hours a day. I think they don't have a home. And then they're like, <laughs> and their friends come and they just sit there. And, uh, you know, every now and then they're like, how are your kids? And you're like, oh, they're sick. They're like, ah, they'll be fine. They're just adjusting. <laughs> it's a different kind of babushka thing here. Anyway, so. That's but, awesome. Yeah, we're loving it. And we're right by the Caspian Sea. And, you know, right downtown, you don't want to go swimming in, you know, like any downtown seaside, but. South yeah. ten minutes. There's a beautiful beach. It's cool. there's fun waves. We've been swimming there. It is. It's really. It's really nice. Do you? Let me ask this. Do you walk anywhere now that you have your own car? That is so interesting. <laughs> so that was one of my concerns. Um, that I would just like become sedentary. I've definitely become a lot more sedentary because I'm huh. well. Though driving does feel a little bit like a workout, but that's more mentally. Um, <laughs> 
But the public transportation here, sometimes I take it. Like the other day I was going straight up this the main avenue to a coffee shop, and I'm like, that's just a straight shot. And I got in the, the marshutka, which is also nicer than Pity Gorse marshutka. Sorry, but they just are. They're like man, bigger and nicer. Take, take the chance to tear down Pity Gorse. Not tearing your, it down. I'm building your up, roots. I'm building up M-Town. Pity Gorse will always be – trust me, we're coming there for vacation to rest. We're going to we're gonna tow your car with the claw <laughs> the next time you come here. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got on the on the minibus, and they started like driving through all the traffic, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice. Like I'm not driving." <laughs> and then you know, you just interact wow. with people when you walk more. So I I do I do try and get out and and stretch the legs. Okay, okay, man, that was that was a great local insight into Dagestan. I there love it. More where that came from. Cool. Well, we miss you here, but we know those babushkas are uh, taking good care of you guys. They are. So, <laughs> glad to hear it. Uh, well, hey, uh, before we go any further, we've got uh, another one of our fantastic travel tips from our local Vinok friend, Abdullah, about Chechnya. we got to give a couple shout-outs to listeners from all over the world. We've been hearing from a lot of people this summer, and I'm just going to do a rapid-fire shout-out to these folks. So many, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, first up, Zimfira from Karachechirkesia. Uh, she is from the booming town of Uzjeguta and uh, <laughs> outside of Cherkesk. But she emailed us. Zimfira is actually teaching Russian at Lewis and Clark University in Portland, Oregon, her second year there. And a uh, big fan of our podcast. And uh, we actually got to have her in our home about a month and a half ago. And um, yeah. She gave us some great feedback, some ideas for future podcasts. So Zimfira, it was awesome hearing from her. I just um, want to say one thing that she said that I thought was hilarious. So she goes from the <laughs> Caucasus to Portland, right? Like Portlandia, you yes. know, like the left coast kind of thing. And she's spunky and she's got her, a lot of ideas and stuff. And she's like, you know, I thought I was really liberal <laughs> when I left the Caucasus. <laughs> and then I got to Portland. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. We had a great conversation. Yeah, she's she's a really thoughtful girl, and she misses home. But she's I think it's a real privilege for Portland to have her. So, so Portlanders, if there are any listeners out there who would like to meet a real live lady from the Caucasus, reach out to us, and we'll connect you with Zemfira. She's teaching there again this year. Um, All right, second shout out is to Suhain in California. Yes. And, uh, man, it has been awesome to meet Suhain. Uh, one day, like, our Facebook page got blasted with positive reviews and comments. And uh, it was from Suhain, who is a big part of the, the Circassian. There's a small Circassian community uh, in California. It's so awesome. In California, that's right. They have really an incredible story how they got there via Syria, via New Jersey. Um but uh, Suhain, we're hoping to get a future interview with her. Um, but yeah, it's been great to connect uh, with that Circassian community, uh, Circassian over, overview of Kabardians, Adigs yep. uh, from the region. Um, and they have a ton of their own content videos and, and uh, interviews and stuff. She's got a lot going on. Very, yeah. very high energy uh, project. So very cool yeah. to connect with Suhain. So then uh, we heard in June from Craig from Perth, Australia. Let's all do our worst Australian accents now. (laughs) Just kidding, I won't. Passing, passing on that. But uh, Craig is really interested in the region. He's been here before. 
And uh, so big shout out to Craig from Australia. Our, our listenership is growing there slowly. Um, also, I don't think this is his real name. <laughs> he has one of those Facebook names. Um, maybe it is. Uh, I'm in trouble <laughs> already for saying that. But uh, we, we heard from Nabs in Dublin, Ireland. A Insulting big... Irish names since yeah. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> Way to go, Andrew. But a uh, big Habib fan and uh, really interested in the recent region. So he reached out to us on our Facebook page Dude, as well. Nabs is such like a name that would come from somewhere like Ireland. I'm well, in trouble too three. It was a three. There were three names with his Facebook name, and I was not sure if it was real or not. So okay. anyways. It's we, fair. It's fair. We question. will humbly uh, apologize. Wasn't that one of the lost boys in Peter Pan? No, not <laughs> Let's just stop. So Thinking good to hear from uh, our listeners <laughs> listeners in Ireland. And then I last, uh, giving him a shout out before, Felix from the UK, who is an expat in living in Moscow. He All actually right. tra- traveled through the region this summer, hoping to get an interview with him as well. Uh, later this month. But it's been great to be hearing from folks all over the world who are listening. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, Give us your feedback. Uh, Some of our best ideas come from our listeners. Totally true. Thank you. And leave us reviews on iTunes while you're there. All right. So uh, everybody these days is interested in Chechnya, uh, for better or for worse, whether it's a positive or a negative uh, interest. People are interested and interestingly enough, uh, there was a great review of a trip to Chechnya it's by a kind of independent uh, author and analyst. His name is L. Todd Wood. Uh, but we posted this in September on our, yeah. on our page, our Facebook page. Um, but yeah, he actually, he went into detail some of his worries or fears before he went to Chechnya and then really had a fantastic experience. And he does a surprisingly good job kind of explaining what the history and culture is like, uh, kind of how male-female relations there work. And uh, I was really impressed. Like, there's, it's just rare that in the West something positive about Chesney will be published. And so shout out to L. Todd, Todd Wood. We posted right. that in our Facebook page. Right. Uh, I want to – he gives a real good overview of his experiences and then um, kind of explaining – Chechnya from Chechen's point of view. And the last paragraph is great. I just want to read it. He says, on a very personal note, we experienced nothing but hospitality and kindness in Grozny, something for which our little group was very grateful. The food is fantastic, nothing processed, all directly from the land. The taste of the mild spring honey in my tea is still my memory as I reexamine my own preconceptions about this misunderstood land. So, man, could not have put it better that's what you experience when you come to the Caucasus is very welcoming, warm, hospitable people. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I think one, one thing that I really appreciated about his article, that was a, a, a fairly poetic last paragraph. The whole thing is not like that. Like he's not, right. I, I don't think he's gushing, you know, he, he definitely right. like put some things out there. Um, but one thing he captures is if, if you're a Chechen, the way things are now compared to the way they were 15 years ago, with, with the problems that exist, you're so thankful that you can have a kind, the kind of life that they are building. So, I, you know, I just think that that was an important uh, angle to bring in. So Yeah, and he said, he said there are always two sides to a story, and Chechnya is yeah. one place where the other side needs to be told. And I couldn't agree more. And um, 
we're really privileged to bring back on the podcast Abdullah. We interviewed him already about uh, Chechnya in their own words. And uh, he's Abdullah is one of the top guides in the entire North Caucasus. And uh, if you're interested in visiting Chechnya, you got to listen to this these travel tips because they are spot on. Um, yeah, so enjoy this interview we did with Abdullah. Travel tips to Chechnya. Hey, listeners, we want this to be a resource for you. If you're interested in traveling to Chechnya on your own or through a tour company, uh, we want you to be equipped uh, to stay in the right places, to see the the best spots, and to have a great experience. So in, in the studio with us today is Abdullah from Again? Chechnya. Give it up for Abdullah. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Abdullah, we call him the tourism guy in the Chechnya. The guy. You may recall he is the guy. Yeah. So... Um, we have uh, nine things you've got to know about travel in Chechnya. Should we get started? No, I just need to know how to say the number nine in Chechen. How do you say it? Is. Is. Easy, baby. I was waiting for... All right. Almost disappointed. Question number one. Uh, we'll call it travel tip number one. How do I get to Chechnya? All right. So you got three options, right? We've got uh, a plane. Train. Car. That's right. So... Uh, Grozny has daily flights from Moscow. Yes, and from Turkey. Istanbul and Dubai as well flies direct uh, to Grozny, right? Yeah, maybe, but maybe not every day. Okay. So you've got multiple international uh, flights to Grozny. That'll work. And then, um, yeah, Moscow every day, so no problems there. As far as the car, you can actually, if you want to drive up through the country of Georgia... Grosny is probably two hours from the border. Yes. Um, so, and then of course you can drive anywhere from Russia from to Grozny. Right, yeah. So no issues. What about train? Do trains come to Grozny within Russia? Yeah, yeah. For, for Moscow Grozny, there is a stable uh, connection from yeah. Moscow to Grozny. Yeah. I've taken a train from Pitigorsk to Grozny. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, good stuff. So pretty cut and dry. How There's long a- is the train from Moscow to Groz- Grozny? 25 hours. That's a great length. In my view, I like that length of train ride. You got to do it. You got to try it once. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll cut that out. Different strokes for okay. folks. No. All right. Travel tip number two. Where do I stay in Chechnya? At Abdullah's house because he's on sleeper couch. What's it called? Couch surfing. <laughs> couch surfing. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can find a host like me, so you can um, look for hotels, hostels, and um, yeah. So we we have a, a Grozny City Hotel. That's five. That's I, I think the only five star hotel in the North Caucasus. Is yeah, yeah, but it's a, a national in, uh, evaluation system, no, not international. Hey, we'll so take the, it. Here is the tricky thing, <laughs> but it's the best hotel. Yeah. Uh, so the the second best, I would say, the hotel local. Uh huh. It's uh, local. not in the center near the stadium, but it's decent. It's interesting There's building. Four star, four star level. Yeah. Yes, but then also hotel Berkat, uh, Star, uh, Central City Hotel. Yeah, you mentioned you put a lot of your tourists and travelers in c- Central City Hotel. Yeah. Nice kind of more three star, good location. Yeah, it's a, let's say it's an average accommodation. Okay, but uh, it's a really good um, uh, for people who would like to walk a bit uh, with, within the city. 
Man, just to have a few hotels vetted by a local yeah. is so nice for a traveler. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. What about Abdullah? What about in the mountains in Chechnya? Are there like you got if you go to the mountains, you've got to play at the, stay at this place? Yeah, okay, um, on the lake mountain lake of Kazanoy, there is a quite good uh, uh, hotel. Yeah. Okay. Also, there there are houses to, uh, for rent. Oh, great. Uh, then, but it's uh, yeah in the southeast direction how do you access the houses for rent are they on airbnb or are they on like a local platform like a veto booking.com i think booking.com okay so any anyone who has that you can access yeah but then uh, if you go to the south um um there is a star hotel in uh in the village called tazbichu near itumkali Uh but also uh in nikoloi at the waterfalls Mm. Uh, okay, uh, I want to get to those waterfalls. Well, uh, for for in Chechnya we don't have many waterfalls, so uh-huh. for us it's quite interesting place. Yeah, especially in the hot summer. But <laughs> uh, for Japanese, for Norwegians, it would be a great disappointment. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool, good stuff. Uh, travel tip number three: What are the main cities to visit in Chechnya? Oh, I know one. I know one. Say it. Grozny. Grozny, Thank that's you. right. Yeah, then comes uh, uh, Argun. Okay. It's a, a town satellite of Grozny. Yeah, it's very, very close. Very, clo- very close. And then Gudermes. Uh-huh. But then also Ursmartan, Shali. So you're saying, uh, obviously Grozny, you got to come and see. But some of these other cities have interesting things to see for tourists as well. Yeah. Correct. Great. Especially if they want uh, to see uh, rural people. Uh, I mean... No, not really rural people, mm-hmm. but uh, to see some real life, you know. Sure, outside of the city. Yeah. You know, capital, capital always uh, yeah. comes differently from the other cities. Agreed. Where would you recommend people find out about those cities in terms of what kind of attractions or things there are to do? You know, wow. if I'm looking at my map and I can find these places, how do I find out what really is, there's worth doing there? Call you? Um, I think uh, someone TripAdvisor. Yeah, okay, TripAdvisor. All right, that's good to know. That is good, yeah. uh, There's actually a good amount of things on TripAdvisor for Chechnya. You know, many people complained uh, uh, about lack of information uh, on the sightseeing in Chechnya. So that's a big concern of our uh, tourism uh, uh, ministry. Someone needs to write a book. They do a lot of things... uh, Quite a lot of things. Okay. Um, okay. Good to know. Well, future uh, caucus talk partnership project. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, good. All right. Travel tip number four. four. Abdullah, what is the best local food to try while you're in Chechnya? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chepalgush. <laughs> yes. It's um, kind of... Um, Kind of pizza, pizza, but with uh, cottage cheese inside. Oh. And then comes the, uh, 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 not then, but I would say even more delicious hingolsh uh, uh, with uh, pumpkin inside. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Can you describe what that is for people who don't know? What it's a flat is? bread um, fried on a uh, frying pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's, um, you know, dough inside uh, this... Uh, uh, like a filling, something. yeah, like a filling. Yeah, pumpkin uh, with some spices, mm-hmm. not as spicy as Indian food or. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but you know, but, 
a Chechen friend who is now a baker brought Andrew some bread baked with chili pepper. He actually baked mm. them here. Right, well, that's what I mean. He he baked them. Yeah. He mm-hmm. said normally they're more spicy. They were uh-huh. really spicy. Was that's a, not typical Chechen bread. Isn't no. it? Isn't. Okay. That's sort of maybe his thing. Yeah, right, but uh, but also yeah. then the the uh, the main dish uh, dishes are um, zhizhgolnosh. Uh, it's a zhizhgolnosh, yeah, kind of uh, piece of meat. Yes, I mean kind of steak, but not mm-hmm. fried, but boiled. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, boiled tender meat. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah, with golnosh, uh, golnosh, it's um, uh, made of uh, wheat flour dough. Mm-hmm. And uh, corn flour, and corn flour, da- dal, right? Yeah, so, and they're and they're small. Yeah, and small. they're yeah, I mean, you, I, yeah. You, you take are them, they boiled? Yeah, they boiled. Mm-hmm. You, you take them, dip in the uh, garlic uh, sauce, eat oh, them. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. We just talked about that in my house the other night because we uh, our, our kids were sick and we gave them cups of bouillon, and they said, "Oh, I love this," and I said, "Well." It's um, just like well, this Chechen, as, um, <laughs> minus the big hunk of meat. Yeah, but um, the, <laughs> shove some meat down their throat. <laughs> the, the, the best bouillon is um, made on open fire somewhere in the mountains. Yeah, so, uh, now w- it's w- w- when it comes with the smell. Uh, no, uh, smoke. Smoke. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's great. Can't get it in a cube. It's a filling meal. Oh, yeah, and true. then uh, also I should mention the most exotic dish. Ooh. Uh, it's a bar gulmash. Say it again. Bar. Bar galnush. Bar galnush. Bar, 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 actually, it means uh, a nut. But this nut is made of uh, cow's stomach Ooh. with uh, rice and uh, some offal inside. Mm. You know, uh, usually lungs or maybe other... Uh, organs. Uh, yeah, organs with the rice. Hmm. That's exotic. I'm it's- all in. <laughs> Great. Travel tip number five. Abdullah, what is the best hole-in-the-wall restaurant in Grozny? Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, you know, there, there is an American steakhouse newly uh, <laughs> opened, but uh, yeah, but look, it's not... Uh, Hole-in-the-wall. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also... Uh, go, Andrew. <laughs> uh, I, I would recommend you also to visit Bro Steakhouse. What's it called, Bro? Yeah, Bro. Bro, I like that name. Like, yeah, it's um, you know, uh, there are um, uh, two restaurants. It's a kind of chain. One is uh, close to Stadium of Dinama, in the center, and yeah. uh, the other one is um, in the basement of the building in front of the concert hall in the Grozny. Okay. Um, yeah, they cook it really good there. Good cool. steak. Good, good steak. Good steak. steak. I mean, uh, no, 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 not only steak. Right. Um, they do it. Uh, they do also um, national cuisine, you know. Okay. Sure, but also um, um, there are a couple of Syrian guys who opened uh, fast food there, mm-hmm. like shawarma type type stuff. Huh? Like shawar- shawarma? Yeah, shawarma. Yeah, shawarma. You know, our um, last fifteen years, uh, Grozny experienced several booms. First was the pizza boom. Ah, pizza was, <laughs> that's good. Uh, pizza was all over the city. <laughs> then there was a sushi boom. Not just Grozny. Not just Grozny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those two. Just tonight, we were talking about doing takeout, and it's a joke at our home because you look online, and there's like 
a dozen restaurants in the city over and over, and it's like sushi and pizza. And that's all they sell. And in the U.S., those don't go together. Anyway. My Italian tourists never try pizza in Grozny. (laughs) So so because they say it's not real pizza and they are here to experience something else. Does Grozny have a McDonald's? Uh, No. Okay. Not a real one, but uh, let's say... uh, Separating the men from the boys here in terms of who's going to like... We have McDowell's and Mac everything. (laughs) Well, we, we, we even have a look. We haven't. We even have a. How do you call this uh, uh, shop? With, uh, and it, there are two signs: KFC and McDonald's at the same time on the same. Oh, that's the thing of beauty, right there. That's awesome. All right, that was five. Good. Yes, good restaurant recommendation. Travel tip number six. Six. Uh, what are the top three must-see tourist attractions? in Chechnya. I'm going to start this one off and Abdullah, you can finish it. Uh, Definitely, you want to see the main mosque, the central mosque in Grozny. It's called the Heart of Chechnya Mosque. And the surroundings. Yeah, a beautiful park and territory around it. Um, And it's one of the largest mosques in Europe, from what I understand, for sure in Russia. Um, Definitely check that out. Uh, Tourists are always welcome to go inside. Yep. Uh, the architecture is really beautiful, um, but that's kind of like the centerpiece of, of Grozny, I would say. Um, up in the mountains, uh, Lake Kazanoyam, it's the largest lake in the North Caucasus, uh, really beautiful, um, crazy windy road to get up there. <laughs> um, and then right near Kazanoyam, there's a, a kind of village complex. It's the ruin, it's what's left of a old Chechen village called Hui. But uh, those are right there. You definitely got to see those. And, then, and is it built up a little bit there? There's there's places to stay up there, or is a it good lodge like oh, Agula yeah, mentioned, mentioned. Okay, was... uh, at and a really good restaurant. Get some good shashlik there at the lake. Um, and then the third one. Tell us about the Ushkaloi Towers. Well, um, Ushkaloi Towers, uh, twin towers, towers in the rock, built um, a couple of centuries ago. Uh, in the most uh, narrow place in the Argun River Gorge. Mm. It's, um, you know, um, part of the alarm system. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, in sure. case of the danger, they um, let the smoke yeah. uh, to signal the fire. Uh, yeah, but now it's not that narrow as it used before. Mm-hmm. Now they um, cut the mountains uh, to, to build a better road. Okay. And now, yeah, the road is uh, uh, very important because it leads to the Four Season Resort, Veduci. Ah, uh, this is where there's ski slopes are being yeah, developed. Yeah, yeah. And, and now there is a hotel there. Okay. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a star hotel in Tazbici, in Veduci, and then in, at uh, Nikolai Waterfalls. So, wow. Well, Okay, we'll talk about this another time, Veduchi. Mm-hmm. But ski, you can go skiing now in Chechnya. There's a good hotel up there. We, we haven't really touched on the mountains in Chechnya right. almost at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, as a kind of a category of a place that you, that you can go. Yeah, really beautiful. And so the Argun Gorge, I've just only heard great things about how beautiful that area is. Uh, travel tip number seven. Uh, Abdullah, what are the top two off-the-beaten-path tourist destinations in Chechnya. Maybe that wouldn't be obvious 
on TripAdvisor? Where should where should our tourists uh, go? Our listeners go. Well, um, it's um, the area. Definitely, it's the area of Nushra. It's Nushra. Uh, yeah. It's uh, let's say it's the core of our Weinach civilization. Let's say. Wow. Uh, it's um, it, this that area was abandoned uh, since uh, deportation in 1944. Okay. But now uh, they are building roads, and there is a perfect landscape. Uh, some. Uh, ruins and uh, pieces of architecture left mm-hmm. there. Um, wow. So that's kind of up in the mountains, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere else? So that's one area. Say it again, the Nushha? Nushha. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, when we say Nushha, it's um, several, um, how to say, uh, regions. Gotcha, okay. okay. For example, uh, there are several places uh, it's a um, uh, place of my uh, tape, my clan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then there is a Merja, Yalhara. Uh, by the way, Yalhara, uh, it's a, um, um, it, that area belongs to the uh, family of first president of independent Chechnya, Jahar Dudaev. Ah, okay. So there are ruins of their uh, houses built by his nephews. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, wow. It's uh, then, um, yeah, Haibach. Uh, then uh, now they are building roads also to the Kmoch. It's also uh, parts of this area. Okay. Yeah, we'll do, listeners. We'll do our best to get some. And show I, w- I, w- I would recommend uh, to, to go and see the mountain of Nashcha, Nashcha Mountain, oh, really Nashoy. beautiful mountain. All right, Abdullah, you're taking me up there. I've not heard of this region. So. I will. I will. Yeah, we got to check it out. I'm going. <laughs> you're in. We just filled the you're car. You're welcome. Up. Uh, travel tip number eight. We're almost done. Uh, in Chechnya, there's a border zone with the country of Georgia. Yes. Foreigners uh, have to have a permit to get into this region. You've got to apply for it two months before uh, you plan to arrive. So uh, if you need help with that, we can help you facilitate it, listeners. Uh, what main areas would tourists need a border, border permit to go see? Tsoipede. Tsoipede. And Nikaroy. Nikaroy. So these are like kind of village ruins or towers, yeah, the tower oh, ruins. Yeah, but the, this uh, Nikaroy is uh, really impressive. Okay. It's, uh, you know, w- military watchtowers, living yeah. towers. But Tsoipede is Nikropolis. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, in, in that mountain area, it was um, really difficult to dig a grave if someone dies, especially sure. in the winter when hmm. there's a snow. Right. Uh, three, four feet. Uh, right. So. And uh, actually, you don't you, you you cannot dig. You you have to um, to break the rock to, to to dig a grave. So that's why they decided to build something uh, okay. and uh, put the dead bodies there. So that's why um, in our language, uh, the dead bodies we call them the dried ones. Huh. Wow. And also the the mountain, uh, the temperature, and the uh, wind um, first it mummifies the body. Hmm. Wow! That, so probably you have visited the yeah. Dargavs in the city. Yeah? 
I've actually not been there. I've, I've been I, to a I lot of. Take of the, I've been to the necropolises in, in Ingushetia, but not not at, there in North Ossetia yet. Um, foreigners or foreigners, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners. Let me reiterate: you do not want to go to the border zone without a permit. Uh, you will have problems, so make sure you do your homework, your due diligence, uh, figure out if you need that or not. Uh, travel tip number nine, last one. All right. Abdullah. For our foreigners. Is there anything specific about traveling in Chechnya I need to know as a foreigner? Right. Is something about dress or traditions, religion, culture? Um, we would be very happy to see people dreary, uh, wearing something uh, in a Muslim style. Uh-huh. But... Um, all other dresses, uh, I mean, wearings would, would be fine, uh, but not uh, too uh, tight, mm-hmm. too short, or, yeah. you know, transparent. Yeah. Is it good yeah, word no, for that? No see-through. Sure. No see-through clothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so more like... The second one is um, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually really good, really Look, good tip. Uh, we, um, I mean... In Chechnya, we are quite tolerant uh, when uh, foreigners drink because, well, actually, you know, uh, Europeans, uh, they drink it in a, um, let's say, good way. Mm. Right. No, uh, not they drink and then they uh, right. on the floor, you know, sure. lying on it's the just, floor. You know, they have a beer with their dinner or a glass of wine with their dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we would prefer to... Uh, how to say, not to see people drinking or drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, alcohol is a lot more accessible in some of the neighboring republics like North Ossetia or Kabardino-Balkoria. Mm-hmm. But there in Chechnya, yeah, um, that's that's really good local insight for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and as far as dress, I just want to clarify, you're basically saying like, you uh, local people appreciate it if women wear maybe like a headscarf or something and just like that people basically aren't flaunting flaunting look maybe not that. Uh, n- not scarf but a cap let's say right some kind of uh, yeah yeah or something and for Hat. men to clarify this for me but like typically chechen men don't wear shorts no 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 so like wearing pants for men too uh, it's not just for women yeah, it's for men that's too that's the that's the good thing uh, yeah. yeah i forgot about the shorts for example i had a tourist from japan he was he came and he was wearing shorts and uh, as soon as he saw that no one is wearing <laughs> at the airport, and then uh, when he saw that everyone is looking at looking at him, uh, the first thing uh, he asked her to take him to the market or to the shop where he can buy pants. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, we, we, yeah, I took him to the market. We bought. Uh, That's one of those changes. That I learned when we moved but, here. But look, <laughs> but look, uh, he did that not he because he was forced or insulted. Right. Sure. No, he just uh, felt uncomfortable wearing shorts when uh, no one was yeah, wearing. That, that makes sense. It does make sense, and it and it makes for an overall. I mean, if you're going with an attitude to to be a, a learner and a guest, you know, it makes it a more comfortable time mm-hmm. for everyone. And yeah, yeah so. Makes Man, sense. that's it. Abdullah, thanks for your, wow. your input. Uh, listeners, foreigners, Russians. Uh, <laughs> you foreigners. I hope, hope this was um, helpful for you. And if you're like um, some people out there who will go unnamed, like myself, <laughs> and these names of these places that 
Abdullah and Andrew are kicking around like <laughs> Biloxi and, you know, Columbus. Uh, it's like, don't worry. We'll write them down. We'll do our best to have them linked we'll in the show notes. Um, but a lot of them are on uh, um, TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor. You can find links. And uh, there's some other, uh, there's starting to be more and more travel content yeah. published about Chesney. They just like Chechnya. they sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, listeners, uh, we hope to see you soon in Chechnya. Hope this was helpful. Yeah.